0: we watch movies. I'm Ava. And I'm Jenna. And we watch movies! So this week we watched The Dig, which is a movie that came out on January 15th of 2021. Um, And I thought it was pretty good. It's um, a period drama about archaeology. Unfortunately, there are no dinosaurs in it. Um, just a bunch of people getting really butthurt about digging things up. But it was good, and we're gonna talk about it. Um, so Jenna, what were your initial thoughts? So I already made a video on this channel talking about how I really like period pieces. So, I really enjoyed this movie. It just, I don't know, it really worked for me. Like, there's nothing I can, like, pinpoint exactly, like, yeah, I, I really liked this. I just the vibe I liked. I liked how it all looked. I liked the story, even though it wasn't like the most dynamic thing that was happening. I thought it just used the backdrop of World War II coming into play and archaeology, and it it was just a nice, quiet little movie that I enjoyed. I thought the whole thing felt like an indie movie. Just in the way that it was um, filmed and composed and everything, it didn't feel like a big, you know, thing. Because I I remember I had to watch... I watched a couple of indie movies a while ago because I needed to watch one for English. And I was trying to find which one I liked, and a lot of them were very similar in, like, vibes to this one. And, um... Something else that I noticed about just how it was put together that I don't know if you picked up on, um, but it made me think of you because there was like a notable lack in like soundtrack in this movie. I wouldn't say that there was like a lack, but it was minimal. played fast and loose with where it came in. Yeah, it was like at the be- I remember it was specifically at the beginning that I heard like nothing for a long period of time, and there was, like, if there was any music, it was, like, like, just, like, soft, chill stuff, you know, and, I, I like, it, like, it wasn't, there wasn't any, like, oh my gosh, yes, that's the soundtrack right there, you know, it wasn't any, like, specific stuff that I felt stood out for this movie, but I felt like it kind of worked. Yeah, no, because I can't, like, actually, like, repeat anything, like, from the soundtrack, memory. it. it, I don't think it was really supposed to be a memorable soundtrack. The most I remember is that the subtitles almost always called it somber music. (laughs) Like, three out of the five times that I remember it was somber, and I was like, okay, subtitles, here we go again. But it did really work, like you were saying, because this is kind of a quiet movie, like... Most of the big events that happen aren't even that big. This is kind of just a day-to-day thing, but oh, there's also a ship in the ground, and that's pretty cool. <laughs> and that's the movie. So it kind of made sense that there wasn't this big dynamic soundtrack. It just kind of let the movie speak for itself. Yeah, and there was, um, there was one more thing I did notice about it that I, it didn't have, that many movies that have been based on a true story that we have, like, done for this podcast have had. And so, I mean, it had at the end, it had the little text conclusion, but it didn't use pictures. And, see, normally I get really annoyed when they just, like, close a movie with, like, just a bunch of pictures. And, I mean, this time at least they did it over, like, some actual footage from the movie and stuff. It was kind of cool. But I got annoyed about it this time because I thought the whole movie that they were setting up to do a picture and ed- like ending because they made such a point of this guy taking photos the whole time, I thought they were gonna recreate like real pictures and then show us the real pictures at the end, and I was kind of excited for it. And this is the one time I wouldn't have gotten all like salty about a, a- based on a true story movie ending with a bunch of pictures, and um, now I'm salty that they didn't. So, <laughs> you know, I kind of didn't really think about that because I was actually okay that they didn't use pictures because sometimes seeing the pictures takes me out of the movie because I just like to think of the story through the lens of the movie and then if it is based off of something real then I'll go and look at that myself. But for the purposes of this movie, I kind of liked how it just ended with the main character like continuing to dig but instead putting it like back on to the mound. I just, I I don't know, I really liked how they ended it and I didn't mind that there weren't any pictures. Well, I mean, if they- I feel like they maybe could have just done away with the text altogether. Cause I would have liked if they had done pictures if they wanted to do a text ending. But just the fact that they didn't have pictures and that all the text that they put was like, they showed the treasure after she died and he wasn't given any credit, and that's like all they said. Um, and it was, I mean, it, well that's not all they said, but it was, it was very brief and kind of depressing, and a little bit annoying, um, that it was just so brief and kinda of depressing. And it was like, it, I don't think it was a very helpful way to end the movie, especially because they left a lot of other things open And, like, all they told us about in terms of, like, closing things up were just super unsatisfying, you know? Yeah, I agree that they were kind of unsatisfying and they could have just left it a lot more open than they did. But on the other hand, I think the little crawl at the end kind of plays into some of the things they talked about in the movie. Because... They weren't the most depressing things to me. Like, yeah, it's sad that she didn't get to see it in person. And it's also not very good that the guy was not credited with it. Probably in his lifetime. Or any time when it actually happened. But the whole thing at the end where it's like, Oh, but now it's in the museum with both of their names on it. I feel like that kind of plays into the whole idea that they toyed with of unearthing history and like, how much of us is left after we're gone. I don't know. It it worked for me. It wasn't the most unsatisfying thing, but I I kind of wish that they had just left it out entirely. Yeah, because, I mean, the whole part where they were like, because they made such a big deal about Miss Pretty, or Mrs. Pretty, giving him credit and everything, and then they just kind of ended it on, and then he didn't get credit for his whole life. And, that's why it felt unsatisfying to me because they also didn't tell us like whether or not rory survived or what happened um to peggy like did she end up with rory or did she just end up a spinster and depressed for the rest of her life and and where did robert go after his mother died who took care of him like they left a lot of things like they left a lot of questions hanging and i feel like they kind of they they answered too few questions for it to be satisfying in like any way and that I think that was my main problem with it because either leave it open-ended where you're like just confused about all of it um or answer enough of it that the audience feels satisfied you know yeah but this was one of those movies where i think if they had just stopped where they did and they didn't say anything about the future i would have been okay with it because i actually had some ideas that probably didn't happen but like in my head i was like this is what's gonna happen and no one can change my mind so i wouldn't have minded if they had just left it open entirely Mm -hmm. yeah i i that's i feel like that might have been best Unless they use pictures, then I would have been satisfied. Um, on a note that's not about the pictures, um, one thing that <laughs> made me uncomfortable was that... So Lily James was in this movie, and for those of you who don't know Lily James, she played live-action Cinderella, and her the person who played her husband in this movie was also in live-action Cinderella, but he played her father. And I, I learned... I, like, the first time I ever watched anything of either of these two actors, it was Cinderella as um, Cinderella's father and Cinderella. And then watching them be like husband and wife, I was like, oh, <laughs> that's weird. But um, I think that's just a me thing because like actors do that all the time. Like that happened with um, uh, Tris from Divergent and her brother. And then you see them in Fault in Our <laughs> Oof. <laughs> you, you know what else Lily James was in? What? She was also in Doubt Abbey. Mmm! Uh, I, I knew that one. <laughs> <laughs> I like... I remember I looked at the cast and I saw Lily James was at like number one in the cast and then she, she was not Mrs. Pretty and I was like, wait a minute, where is she? And it took me a, a way too long to... Realized that Margaret or Peggy was um was Willie James but I do have a theory that you know Peggy was like actually Peggy Carter and that was just her like origin story cause you know British Peggy war times capable woman and then She's, like, independent, and so, like, at the end of this movie, obviously, you know, her... Her boyfriend went off to war, and so and then then picture. So imagine like Rory gets killed in war, right? And then Peggy's like all all sad about it, so she goes off to war, and that's where she meets Steve, and then and then Steve does the super soldier serum, and then Peggy like falls in love with him, and then he dies, <laughs> or so she thinks, and he's actually frozen, and then but actually at some point in the time like he comes back in time and dances with her, and. Um, which completely screws up her other storyline in her show, but, like, we don't talk about that because it was cute. And then she she gets old, and she talks to young Steve while married to old Steve, and then she dies. (laughs) Would she use her archaeology skills to try and fight him in the ice? If we're going off of your timeline here? Perhaps. I mean... Peggy was, like, really old when they got him out of the ice, but, I mean, maybe they were kind of hinting at that because Natasha called him a fossil in, um, Captain America 2. I think it was Captain America 2. She comes up, she's like, Hi, I'm from the Smithsonian, I'm here to pick up a fossil. (laughs) And so maybe they were hinting at her true origins. It failed a (laughs) theory. Twelve minutes in, and we are once again... They don't, okay, but they don't tell us uh, her maiden name, but they do tell us that she had a brother who died, and I'm pretty sure if I'm remembering Agent Carter's movie, or Agent Carter's TV show correctly, I'm pretty sure Peggy had a brother who died. (laughs) I still have to watch the Agent Carter show. Yes, you do. I know I do. Homework. I've been meaning to. It looks really good. It's really good, except for the fact that, um, well, the way that they end it with, I'm not going to actually spoil anything, but, like, the place where her character is at, and, like, the people that she is surrounding herself with, and, like, the way that she is, um, has, like, is connected to certain people. And then, just Steve coming back in time at some point kind of ruins all that character development. Which, I mean, I I still liked it, though, because it was cute, but, like, I don't know. He's kind of a homewrecker. But that's not the topic of today's podcast. (laughs) Well, you know what? Didn't they also say that there are multiple different timelines? So, like, there can be two timelines. Yeah, okay, but the thing is, old Steve ends up in the same timeline, so, like, I mean, he does definitely go back into the same timeline, which poses a completely another, like, round of questions in itself, which I'm not gonna get into right now because it's way too difficult for my brain, and I think about it every time I watch that movie, and it's kind of problematic. Love, it's a real killjoy, you know? But, like, I thought that she and her husband were happy, and then all of a sudden she got kind of, like, she was kind of into this other guy, and then, boom, unhappy marriage. That kind of came out of nowhere. I think. (laughs) Sorry, I... (laughs) I came up with something to say, but I'm not going to say it now. But, (laughs) I mean, I don't think they were ever truly happy. I don't think they were necessarily, like, unhappy to, like, a really, like, negative, like, part of their lives, but I also don't think they were, like, I think they didn't- neither of them had, like, any, like, thing to go off of, of what, like, a happy marriage should be and whether or not they were, like, really in love. But they just came from holiday! <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can go on holiday with people you don't necessarily like, (laughs) but, I mean, even, like, the first time we're introduced to them, like, they both seem, like, a lot more interested in their work than each other, and there is, like, some kind of strife between the two of them that could maybe attribute it to how Peggy is a woman in this field, and how she's not always, like, respected, Yeah, I guess, but, like, still, like, at the beginning, like, they got their room, and she was like, Oh, could they not have given us a double? Because she wanted to sleep in the same bed as her husband. I feel like, uh, well, I mean, then he he didn't want to... Raise a fuss. I thought they were gonna do that thing that they did in WandaVision. Where, have you watched WandaVision? No, because my Disney Plus is gonna run out, so I'm just gonna wait until it's all out and watch it. Okay. But you can talk about it. They, well, it's not, it's not a spoiler, but they had this one scene where Wanda like pushes the two separate 60s era beds together because they had two twin beds, because I guess that's a 60s thing and then they pushed them together and she turned it into a double bed. They thought they were about to do that, but they did it, which was kind of disappointing, which I guess, I guess points towards, like, the kind of strife that they were having. But she seemed really into her husband. Like, she got naked for him and stuff. I think and she seemed into him. I kind of read that as her wanting the marriage to work unless that she wanted the person. I think she just wanted her husband to love her and, like, be her husband and not just someone she was living with but I don't think either of them really loved each other I just think they both thought they did or just wanted the other two to make it work I guess yeah I mean neither of us have like been married, so I guess we can't really talk much <laughs> about what it's like to love your married partner. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I, I really cannot be any sort of, like, anything on this topic, but I mean, they, they were both interested in, in other guys in this movie. They were both interested in other guys? Yeah. So, I, I really don't think their marriage was one that was born completely out of wait loving was there was there was there was there gay stuff i didn't <laughs> pick up on it <laughs> and i'm really sad if i didn't pick up on it yeah i know i i don't think her husband was very straight eva when did they wait 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 <laughs> hang on where was where was that i don't know it, they didn't do anything like Obvious, obvious. Oh, was that that part where he like looked at a guy (laughs) (laughs) in in like the pub that one time? Okay, no, there were other times, Ava. (laughs) (laughs) The phrasing. (laughs) No, no. Uh, There was the time where he went back to London, I think it was, with the one guy from the dig, and they had that really awkward conversation. And she even said, like, I know what it looks like when you look happy, and the movie made the deliberate point of always showing him with that other guy, and how they always seem to be happy. And I I literally looked this up, but I'm pretty sure Wikipedia said so. So... I don't know. Well, I mean, if Wikipedia said so. Yeah, I'm looking at it again. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to gosh, I'm normally good on this stuff. My god, I'm ashamed if I didn't pick up on the gay stuff. I love- I mean, it really wasn't that obvious. I, I doubted it. Oh, man. So, maybe I would have been, um, less upset with the movie. I thought that I didn't like the movie. There was a lot to like about the movie. Um... I liked- Oh, you know what I liked? You know the scene I liked? I liked the scene in the ship at the end with Robert and his mom and Mr. Brown. Ah! I liked that scene. Ah, I liked that scene too. That was- That was really cute. Oh my gosh, where he was telling the whole story of like, going up to the cosmos and- oh, That was so good. Oh my gosh! Wait, 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 wait okay, so wait, he's like- eight in this movie let's say mm-hmm. when did um when did we so wait we went to the moon in 1969 yeah. right i know that from even stevens and you can't judge me for that um <laughs> anyways okay and this was what what year was this movie? this was 39 so he would have been 39 39 he would have been 30 no he would have been 30 in oh yeah he would have been 39 ish He could have been an astronaut! I know! That's what I was thinking! What if he is an astronaut? What if he actually became an astronaut? Or at least a rocket scientist! What if he, like, actually went and worked for NASA? That would be really cool. Wait, I'm actually looking it up. Because... You know... Real things. Oh, he doesn't have a Wikipedia page. Oh lame uh, That sucks. That's like okay, so I have I am shocked at like how certain people in like I probably I mean he's he's not very important but like like for instance I had to for a Model UN thing I had to research this one um Roman politician and he was like a consul suffectus at one point and everything and he literally, the only information on him in the entire D of the internet was like maybe seven sentences on Wikipedia. Maybe probably more like six. Who was it? Wasn't. And that was it. <laughs> and everything, anything else that mentioned him was like a book that was blocked for me. You know, like, that I had to purchase, and it would just just mention him, because I looked on Google Scholar. And then all the other sources that had him in, like, the description, perchance, like, when you Google him, were, like, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And I don't know why he's all over Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. But, um, yeah. And I was very annoyed, because I was trying to research this person, and I had to cite Wikipedia on my position paper. And I don't like citing Wikipedia on my position paper. Anyways, this is not related, but, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he grew up to be like a science fiction writer. Robert? Yeah. And oh yeah. The, also the Roman guy. Both of them. <laughs> I got really confused for a second. I don't know, if you haven't noticed, I'm kinda stupid sometimes. Ah, yeah, no, we all are. Yeah, but like, me particularly. <laughs> Uh, Okay, um... Okay, the guy who played Basil Brown, um, he looked like he looked like a mixture of one of our janitors at our school and, like, Chris Eccleston. I'm I'm thinking (laughs) of our janitors, and I don't know who that other guy is, but oh, he reminded. Oh, he reminded me of someone else too. Wait, who is it? I'm looking up another movie was. that he was that <laughs> this person I'm thinking of was in. Was Chris Eccleson the ninth Doctor? I think he was the ninth doctor. He was before David Tennant. Do you watch Doctor Who? I feel like you do. I actually don't. I have no idea where to start with Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, <no! laughs> what I do? <laughs> where <laughs> to go with I- it. I- I started with Chris Eccleston. Um, I was thinking of Lionel Logue. Mm -hmm. Let me just... (laughs) just. Lionel Logue. Have you seen the King's Speech? Australian Speech and Language Therapist. Okay, uh, Jeffrey Rush. That's his name. Oh, Jeffrey Rush. Wait, why'd you say Lionel Logue? Because I was trying to think of who the actor was, but it only gave me the character name first. So I was trying to piece it together in my head, and it wasn't working. Okay, wait. Look up Chris Eccleston, and then imagine him, like... Like, look up, look up him as the doctor, and then imagine him older. And, like, more like one of our janitors. How do I spell? Um, oh, oh, Chris... Oh God, got it. Okay... Oh yeah, yeah. I I can see that. I can see it. I just I don't know where I reckon. I was recognizing this guy the entire time, and I really just don't understand where I was recognizing him from. Was he in anything? I feel like he probably was. Yeah, he probably was. Uh, I really. Mean- he was definitely in a lot of things that I didn't watch. Let's see. He was in Harry Potter! I don't know who he was in Harry Potter. I haven't seen Harry Potter since I was like 12. But maybe that's where I knew him from? Was he in Harry Potter? Hang on. We're investigating. Ralph Fiennes, Harry Potter. He was Voldemort? <laughs> Okay. Okay, so I guess he was a uh, Voldemort in literally in. Every single Shakespeare play that you could imagine. Uh, <laughs> okay. I feel like there were definitely... The minute I said Ralphie and his Harry Potter, I feel like anybody listening to this right now who's a Harry Potter fan was probably screaming into their computers, and I apologize for that um, discomfort that we just brought you. That was unfortunate. <laughs> oh my god, wait. He wasn't... Oh, he wasn't, he <laughs> <is> <laughs> Wait, wait. I haven't have either, actually. but I've listened to the soundtrack a lot. Wait, was he the brother? Oh, he was the brother! Oh, wait, that's weird. <laughs> How do you know, like, the different characters if you just listen to the soundtrack? Because it's a musical. It's a musical? Yeah! Th- there's a score oh. and there are songs. Uh, hmm. Interesting. Mm. Maybe I'll have to- watch. Is it good? What did it get in Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, I don't know. It's- it, I- I- it's- Oh my god, wait! He was Gustav- Oh, wait a minute. He was in the Grand what? Budapest Hotel! <laughs> oh my god, he was- Okay, fan-girling a little <laughs> bit, that's guys. Um... How did I not realize that? Well, his hair was different, that's why I didn't realize it. <laughs> Oh my god, he was the villain. Okay. Uh, what is this? This is weird. I know. Who was the um? Who was Mrs. Pretty? Was she in anything? I didn't recognize. Probably. Her. I kind of did, but I don't know what she. Oh, she was in Promising Young Woman, which I haven't watched yet, but I really want oh, to. I want to watch it too. Oh my god, I want to watch it so badly. I wanted to see it when it was going to be in theaters, and then everything closed! And I got really mad, and I got really sad. Literally, all I want to do is go- <gasps> She was in Pride and Prejudice! Wait, what? <laughs> what is the casting of this movie? Who was she? In Pride and Prejudice, excuse me. She was Kenny! Oh my god! Oh my god! I, okay, I apologize. This is not very. This is not a very eloquent review podcast right now. But we're just kind of, um... Yeah, I mean, we probably should have figured all of this out before. You know, like, we actually went on the podcast today. But if you listen to our podcast ever, you know that we never come prepared for these things. Um, and that we never stay on topic. So, if anything, if you were expecting us to be eloquent... And stay on topic, you're either new or it's just your fault that you've gotten into this position. (laughs) Well, I think our reactions also show that the acting in this movie was pretty good. I mean, I'm not one to talk about acting. I acted maybe once in a play in second grade. I was a unnamed weather reporter. Biggest role of my life. I I don't act, so I'm not one to say when acting is, like, very good. But... I thought the acting and all of the performances were good in this movie. It highlighted all of the emotions in the scenes. It created tension when we needed it. Because there was not a whole lot of necessary like dramatic tension between characters. There was more so characters against the world around them. And actors were good. And they've done a bunch of other things. So it's clear they have range. Um... Here's a little tidbit about one of the actors. So I looked up Archie Barnes, who plays Robert, and this goes out to um one of our loyal subscribers. Um, this 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 actor shares the name, um shares his name with a uh, Scooby-Doo character named Archie Barnes. So there's that. You're out there. You know who you um, are. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> um, yeah, the the ghost of Archie Barnes. Scooby-Doo, or it's it's on Scoobypedia, the website, that's a thing, (laughs) oh my gosh, why are there so many Archie Barnes in this world, that's funny, okay, well, if you, if you're really into Scooby-Doo and you're a loyal, um, subscriber, which, I mean, there's probably only the one that I'm thinking about, but if, if there are multiple, you're welcome as well. And, um... Yeah, we, we accept all kinds of Scooby-Doo fans here on the <laughs> I'm, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm still not gonna do the, the ranking all of the Scooby-Doo movies until like... If, 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 if this video gets a hundred likes, <laughs> I will make a video ranking... Every Scooby-Doo movie. That's pretty intense, Ava. We'll see. We'll see if our um, loyal subscriber can make it happen. Because because she's been asking me to do this video for a long time, and I keep saying no. Well, I keep saying maybe, but like honestly, it's just no. And I'm sorry if you're listening to this. It's been no. Um, but you can make that no into a yes by getting us a whole buttload of likes. Bribery. If, if we got that many likes on this video, this video would be like our number one video on our channel, which would be pretty cool. Also, if you're not listening to this on YouTube, um, and you use YouTube ever, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're listening on YouTube, and you prefer like Spotify and stuff, you can go click one of the links in the description of our YouTube video. You should still stay subscribed, and go because subscribe. we also make videos that we can't put on Spotify, because we work too hard to edit them. <laughs> yeah, I mean we could we could put them as just audio, but like that'd be kind of okay. weird. It'd kinda You'd lame. miss all of my hand gestures. It's <laughs> just all of them would just be gone into the void of Spotify. You'd miss my fort. I did a fort in my last Your video. Fort, I don't know why. So good. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know what compelled me to build a fort, but I did, and um. If you want to see that for it, go watch my video, it's pretty cool. Um, it just kind of shows you how I absorb an unhealthy amount of, um, just television media in my lifetime, and um, if you do as well, you might want to check that video out and get some more stuff to absorb. If you are also a TV sponge, as I am, um, go look at some more absorption materials. And then Jenna's also working on stuff too. I don't know what her video's about, she can tell you. I'm gonna be comparing To All The Boys I Loved Before, the movie and the book. I mean, people have probably already done it, that the movie's been out for a while, but... I don't know, it's gonna be interesting. And I mean, I should probably do something for Valentine's Day. minorly related, even though I don't have a video coming out on Valentine's Day. Who says I'm not festive? The To All the Boys series reminds me of Valentine's Day because I have been alone on Valentine's Day my entire life, and for the past two years there have been To All the Boys movies for me to watch on Valentine's Day. Um, yeah, so for the past two years I sat at home watching um, Netflix teen rom-coms and Jack of the Coop and the Cuckoo Clock Heart, which I mean I don't know when I, I off the top of my head I don't know when my next video falls. In the month of February, I think you get Valentine's um, Day. If I get Valentine's Day, I can just, I can make a whole video on Jack and the Koopa Clock Heart because it's kind of whack. But, um, I watch every year on Valentine's Day. I don't really know why, but I do. Um, highly recommend it. It's pretty cool. Um, um, I watched on Valentine's <laughs> Day last year. I think. I think I watched what? Inception on Valentine's Day. You know I watched on Valentine's Day last year? I watched other people's Snapchat stories of them being out and having fun. But I had a cold, and I felt miserable, and all my friends were hanging out, but I had to stay home because I was sick. That's pretty rough, Ava. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Now we're all staying home. Looking at each other yeah. staying at home on Snapchat, I guess. Um... Honestly, that's not what's going to be on Snapchat. We all know it. And if you aren't staying at home, you kind of suck a little bit. Um, unless you're being safe about it, then you don't suck. Um, so please be safe on Valentine's Day. If you're, like, meeting somebody new, don't, like, we're making out with them. Because you don't know where they've been. You don't know what they got. They got, like, um, viruses and um, leeches and... um pesticides <laughs> <laughs> gerbil I don't know <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I kind of ran out of words after viruses and I just kind of wanted to continue the list that was fun um, speaking of romance th- I another problem I had with this movie. I mean, I did like this movie, I feel like I'm being very negative about it. But I didn't like the really random, um, love stuff that they just kinda shoehorned in towards the end. When, like, Rory just kind of manifested for Margaret after he was supposed to be, like, at war. And I don't understand why he, like, just kind of manifested, that was kind of weird. And then they just kind of went, you know, and they had, like, the, the, um, Devil's Tango or whatever it's called. The what? Uh, it's a, it's a, um, well, that's, an, that's the title of another podcast, which is pretty good. Um, the, um, the, but they, they call it the Devil's Tango. Yeah. The, the NSFW content. Oh, okay. The entire plot of After and After 2. Okay, okay I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, then. that part. I don't- I don't think that was really necessary. I mean, Rory just kind of, like, appeared. And he was supposed to be gone, but he just kind of was there all of a sudden, and I don't know why he was just there. I don't think what I just said was English, but we're going with it. Yeah, I don't know why he just kind of showed up when he was supposed to be um, a ways away in, like, I don't know, what, what was it, Poland or somewhere? That they were supposed to be. Well, no, wasn't he just going to like the RAF, which is like next door, before he went to Poland or wherever? Well, they said that he got called out, out or anything. But I don't, I don't know. He he made it like he was making all of his goodbyes. I don't think he would be making all of his goodbyes if he was just gonna come back to the house. Yeah, again. no, it would have made a lot more sense if they had like trimmed that timeline a bit. Because even if they did put in the romance, at least do it like the night before he leaves or whatever. Because you know, drama. Yeah. Oh, another thing that bothered me about this movie. Once again, I would like to reiterate I liked this movie. I'm just a negative person. Um, the thing that bothered me about this movie was they had a Chekhov's gun moment that they didn't do. Because, like, well, I guess, it was very obvious. It was like they had, um, they all had to run down to help the, the plane guy, the pilot, and Mrs. Pretty was like, don't let anybody swim. The oh, currents yeah. will kill you. And then he went swimming and he was fine. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, why do you bother saying that in your script? If that's not going to kill somebody or somebody's not going to almost die. Like there, He didn't even struggle. He just kind of like, and popped down and he was like, do 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 And he went and got the dead guy and he swam him out. And he was like, oh, that was a fun little yeah, trip. I mean, unless they were trying to um, use that as like kind of like a, another, like reason like yeah yeah this this guy died and like don't yell at us that this guy died even though he could have lived like the currents were bad crashed his plane couldn't get out but even then like there were a lot of like nitpicky things that, like if you look really closely at this movie kind of bother you but I don't know on the whole this is a pretty good movie and it was just really Yeah I feel like that's a really good way to describe it. It was it was good if you like look at it from a distance, but when you start to pick at it, it starts to fall apart a little bit. Um, more, I think it just kind of starts to fall apart a little bit because it was not super deep. I guess it was it was very much this is the story we're telling, this is how it happened. It wasn't very like they didn't. I guess they didn't put a whole bunch of thought into every single little detail that could be poked and prodded by the audience, which I guess is fine. Um, it just doesn't make it like a profound movie, I guess. Yeah, I think they could've... I guess they could've dug a little deeper with this movie, Ava. <laughs> you know what- you know what came out, like, today, on like a kind of related topic? What came out what? today? golden globe nominations this was um this was not on there um but yeah it, it um the the lead actress's movie promising young woman did get a nomination and i um i really want to um watch that movie because she's being nominated for Golden Globes as Best Actress, and the whole movie is getting is being nominated for Golden Globe as Best Best um, Motion Picture Drama, and um, also there's a lot of like talk for um, predicted Oscars um but like you know what you know what's really exciting so the golden globes decided not to put ma rainey's black bottom as one of the best motion pictures which is kind of annoying but i think they did it for um what was it did i don't know did they put best i i oh wait i think there was um maybe they didn't they i thought they had a best adaptation one but i could be wrong um, but no, I think they the did are the ones that have the best adaptation. Yeah, I think I saw a prediction for um, Ma Rainey's to get that, but also Mom Rainey's got a lot of um, predictions for Oscars. But I have been seeing a lot of Chadwick Boseman um, in predictions for Best Actor in Oscars, and he also got a nomination for Best Actor um, for the Golden Globes. I'm really pleased by that because his performance was amazing and it's great Uh, But there's a bunch of movies that keep coming up on these um That keep coming up on these like prediction lists or on these nominations and everything that I haven't watched And it's kind of annoying because that happened to me last year Like I kept feeling like I saw all these movies and then like there were a bunch that I just didn't see Like Promising Young Woman or we almost did pieces of a woman on this show um and that she- the main actress got a nomination for Best Actress for Golden Globe. I'm really mad, and because I because th- I almost did a review of Mank. I was gonna do it, because Mank looked really good, but then I did something else, and now what do you know? I almost watched um, Mank and did a review for the paper, but I didn't. I don't know why I I just I I just kind it kind of slipped my view and I probably sure should have watched it. I also need to watch the Five Bloods. Um, that has a lot of predictions for um Oscars and stuff. Everybody's saying it got snubbed with the Golden Globes. Yeah, there I watched I, I not watched I read an entire article on um things that got snubbed in the Golden Globes, like there were a lot of people who felt a lot of things were snubbed and then there were some things that, um, were, I watched something, it was like 15 snubs and surprises, um, which was interesting. I got really nervous because I forgot that The Queen's Gambit was a limited series, so when I saw that it wasn't nominated, I was like, excuse me, what is this? But then I kept scrolling and I was like, oh wait, it's a limited series, you ding dong, but. I got, I got nervous for a second there. Yeah, no. There. They're, they're definitely. I, I, feel like no, no one's gonna. Um, no, no one's gonna beat. Yeah, um. The queen's gambit. I, I don't think there's, I don't think there's any way for anything to beat the queen's gambit. I mean, it just, it, it was just so good and it had so much hype. But I, I'm, well, it's just any way you slice it, that show is just so good. Like, no matter what you look at, it's always just impressive. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks like, I mean, honestly, I'm not gonna, I, I, I can't judge the other shows because I haven't watched them, but the fact that I've never heard of any of the other ones might have something to say with the audience response to the shows but um I don't know I could also be just like completely disregarding somebody's favorite show right now and I'm sorry um but yeah I feel like I I just don't think there's a way that anybody's gonna beat um Queen's Gambit and I feel like Anya Taylor-Joy kind of has that in the bag um but we'll see yeah, and it's frustrating, too, because going back to what you said about how last year you also felt that you you had watched all these movies, but then you hadn't watched a lot of the ones that got nominated for things, like, that kind of happened to me as well, and this year especially, because I know there are, like, still movies that came out even though this happened, and that there is still a lot of, like, talent to be appreciated in the film industry right now, but it's just frustrating because... It's almost harder to have gone and seen these movies, because if you're going to theaters right now. I don't think that's really the best idea. I mean, I guess it depends, but... So then it just re- relies a lot on streaming services, and... Most people don't have a prescription to every streaming service, so... I don't know. It's really interesting to, like, look at these lists and how they break it down by, like, studio or distributor, and, like, you see, like, Netflix, HBO Max, Disney+, plus like, they're all involved in it now. Like, it's really interesting to see that every year and how it just keeps growing. You know, a couple movies that I'm excited to see on these lists. Um, in... Mo- um nomination for best motion picture animated onwards there and Soul soul's also there but onwards there and i loved onward um onward was really it made me very happy but then in best motion picture for foreign language the life ahead yeah. we did a video on the life pe- life ahead um but you know what a uh, best motion picture foreign language that is not here nobody sleeps in the woods oh, thank god <laughs> Prostitute on a bike, huh? <laughs> Honestly, if we had dubbed your texts over that movie, or like an, a bad animation of that movie, that would win all of the things, you would get an ego, ego, it would be a sweep. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think, I think it would be perfect. Anyway, um, I am, there's, there's a couple, so I know that the Oscars, the, the date that the, um, cutoff is, is February 28th, and, um, there are still a couple movies yet to come out, um, for Oscars season, so nobody can finish their predictions yet, because it's not, um, February 28th yet. I know there's one movie that's coming out on the 26th that I really wanted to see because I thought it was going to come out on Apple TV on February 26th, but turns out it's actually coming on Apple TV on March 12th, and it's coming to theaters on February 26th, and all I want to do in my life is to go to the movie theater and watch Tom Holland Rob Banks for like an hour. But no! I can't do that because of the pandemic. So I um, have to wait until March and watch it at home and I'm kind of depressed about it yeah I'm sad because I, I, I really I really miss going to a theater and being able to be like I'm gonna go somewhere new and I'm gonna go watch this movie and it's going to be an adventure both physically and mentally I'm gonna go out see this movie and like going to see a movie like with friends because this podcast is nice because I get to actually talk to someone else about a movie I watched but it's always fun to like go out with other people and see things and like have a reaction in the theater and like smack each other or whatever else we used to do when we could get closer (laughs) than six feet (laughs) I just miss all of that. (laughs) Okay, um, this just in, when we don't have social distance anymore. Um, stay away from Jenna, because she's gonna slap you! Well, no, like, you, you um, smack each other uh, on the arm when you're excited. <laughs> I don't regularly smack people, Ava. <laughs> Jenna's just walking around slapping everybody. <laughs> Can't do it now because of, um, germs, obviously, but like, in any other case, she would be slapping everybody silly oh, all yeah. the time. <laughs> um... No, I I don't know. I, I, I have um, basically all of the commercials, the previews that I would play at my theater, memorized. I can recite the- I can sing the entire song for, um, what was it? Now, Meg State Nutrition. They would play a commercial for that <laughs> every single time, and I can sing the entire thing. I'm not gonna do it now, because I don't want to torture you, and I don't want to get it stuck in your head.
1: Did um, you
0: go to the theater where there was the one with the dog and it was walking around and it was for the lawyers and then the <gasps> dog would go yes to the door god. and the lawyers the lawyers looked like they were being held at gunpoint. Uh. Um, it, it looked like okay, they were like evil, but, ma- like the, like like the two ladies looked like they were like like henchmen for like an evil mastermind. Literally, oh my god! But I did dominate at the um, what was it? Uh, Claw Machine? Um, I just wanted to let everybody here know that, you know how you put a dollar in for a Claw Machine and you get two tries? Well, guess what? I put a dollar in and I walked away with three stuffed animals! So fight me! Oh oh my god, I bowed out to you. I literally, I have- I had such a long streak at the, um, Claw Machines at, um, that theater. I would win something every single time. And I'm just, I, I don't know, I, I have magical powers, and um, I have i have witnesses too, people can verify it. I was um, seeing a movie with a friend the time that I got three things, so um, yeah, it was, um, if people need receipts, I can provide them, but yes, I am a claw machine master, and um, nobody can take that away from you. Except there was a pillow in the claw machine that I wanted so badly and I couldn't get because it was squished up against the wall and they knew that that was gonna be the the coolest prize in there and so I couldn't get it because I had to be strategic so I wouldn't lose my streak but every once in a while I would try it and the thing would just slip off and I'd be annoyed because it was a slippery material and it was right up against the wall and I just couldn't get it and it was really depressing. It might still be there by the time you get to go back it probably is it probably is it's a pillow that says batman versus superman on it and it has like a really cool batman logo on it and i just wanted it and it was like red and black velvet and it was like such a good vibe but but it was so slippery and it was so wedged in there you know if we're talking about vibes do, do you know what dark academia is Yes. Did this movie have a Dark Academia vibe to you? Oh, absolutely. I feel like- but I feel like, um, archaeology is so an aesthetic. And, like, all of the clothes, like, I don't know, like, how accurate, like, any of this movie was, but, like, I don't know, I was just watching it, and maybe that's part of the reason why I liked it so much, but it just- it it really fell into, kind of, like, that niche, and it all just worked. Yeah there that's how that entire tangent relates to that movie <laughs> yeah um i think i think i think this is a good solid place to end it um having just tied everything back to the beginning topic um i think It was a pretty good movie. Just don't squint at it too hard till you end up like a negative Nancy like me and picking out all the things that made you upset about it. (laughs) Um, Enjoy enjoy the Golden Globes when they happen. Um, And we'll see you next week. Jenna has a video coming out this weekend. Um, Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe if you... um, If you liked this and you have anything to say. Um, and if you want to be nice to us, do that. Um, uh, share this with your friends if you think they'll like it. If you think you want to be friends with us, yeah, just share this with your friends. Make us, make a squad. Just join our little family here on YouTube. Um, or whatever other platform you're listening on. Not that, not, not honestly, everybody listens on YouTube here, but it's fine. Join us. Um. (laughs) okay uh, Jenna anything else to add Uh, this movie was cool even if it didn't have dinosaurs just remember that watch this movie uh, okay bye uh...